Welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, the podcast that brings you through the entire Bible in 260 days. Have you ever wanted to read the whole Bible but struggled to do so? This podcast is meant to help you do it. With five 15 to 20 minute episodes per week, you will hear the entire Bible read to you. There will also be occasional brief notes to help explain context, as well as a concluding question or thought to consider. So welcome to the Bible in 260 podcast, your journey through the Bible in 260 days. Welcome to episode 28. Today our theme is doing what is right. As we listen to God to share laws with the people of Israel, as we uh, listen to Psalm 109 and then Ephesians chapter 6, we see this theme that God is saying, you need to do what's right and to do it in the power of God as we see the holiness and the righteousness, the justice of God. And so invite you to enjoy this time with me as we look at God's word once again and see the wonder of his justice today. Exodus 22 to 24. If a man steals an ox or a sheep and kills it or sells it, he must pay back five head of cattle for the ox and four sheep for the sheep. If a thief is caught breaking in and is struck so that he dies, there will be no blood guilt for him. If the sun is risen on him, then there is blood guilt for him. A thief must surely make full restitution. If he has nothing, then he will be sold for his theft. If the stolen item should in fact be found alive in his possession, whether it be an ox or a donkey or a sheep, he must pay back double. If a man grazes his livestock in a field or a vineyard and he lets the livestock loose and they graze in the field of another man, he must make restitution from the best of his own field and the best of his own vineyard. If a fire breaks out and spreads to thorn bushes so that the stacked grain or standing grain or the whole field is consumed, the one who started the fire must surely make restitution. If a man gives his neighbor money or articles for safekeeping and it is stolen from the man's house, if the thief is caught, he must pay double. If the thief is not caught, then the owner of the house will be brought before the judges to see whether he has laid his hand on his neighbor's goods. In all cases of illegal possessions, whether for an ox or a donkey or a sheep or a garment or any kind of lost item, about which someone says, this belongs to me, the matter of two of them will come, the matter of the two of them will come before the judges and the one whom the judges declare guilty must repay double to his neighbor. If a man gives his neighbor a donkey or an ox or a sheep or any beast to keep and it dies or is injured or is carried away without anyone seeing it, then there will be an oath to the Lord between the two of them that he has not laid his hand on his neighbor's goods and its owner will accept this and he will not have to pay. But if it was stolen from him, he will pay its owner. If it is torn in pieces, then he will bring it for evidence and he will not have to pay for what was torn. If a man borrows an animal from his neighbor and it is hurt or dies when its owner was not with it, the man who borrowed it will surely pay. If its owner was with it, he will not have to pay. If it was hired, what was paid for the hire covers it. If a man seduces a virgin who is not engaged and goes to bed with her, he must surely pay the marriage price for her to be his wife. If her father refuses to give her to him, he must pay money for the bride price of virgins. You must not allow a sorceress to live. Whoever has sexual relations with a beast must surely be put to death. Whoever sacrifices to a god other than the Lord alone must be utterly destroyed. You must not wrong a resident foreigner, nor oppress him, 
for you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. You must not afflict any widow or orphan. If you afflict them in any way and they cry to me, I will surely hear their cry, and my anger will burn, and it will kill you, and I will kill you with the sword, and your wives will be widows, and your children will be fatherless. If you lend money to any of my people who are needy among you, do not be like a money lender to them. Do not charge him interest. If you do not, if you do take the garment of your neighbor or in a pledge, you must return it to him by the time the sun goes down, for it is his only covering, it is his garment for his body. What else can he sleep in? And when he cries out to me, I will hear, for I am gracious. You must not blaspheme God or curse the ruler of your people. Do not hold back offerings from your granaries or your vats. You must give me the firstborn of your sons. You must also do this for your oxen and for your sheep. Seven days they may remain with their mothers, but give them to me on the eighth day. You will be a holy people to me. You must not eat any meat torn by animals in the field. You must throw it to the dogs. You must also not give a false report. Do not make common cause with the wicked to be a malicious witness. You must not follow a crowd in doing evil things. In a lawsuit, you must offer testimony that agrees with you must not offer testimony that agrees with a crowd so as to pervert justice. And you must not show partiality to a poor man in his lawsuit. If you encounter your enemy's ox or donkey wandering off, you must by all means return it to him. If you see the donkey of someone who hates you fallen under its load, you must not ignore him, but be sure to help him with it. You must not turn away justice for your poor people in their lawsuits. Keep your distance from a false charge. Do not kill the innocent and the righteous, for I will not justify the wicked. You must not accept a bribe, for a bribe blinds those who see and subverts the words of the righteous. You must not oppress a resident foreigner, since you know the life of a foreigner, for you were foreigners in the land of Egypt. For six years you are to sow your land and gather in its produce, but in the seventh year you must let it lie fallow and leave it alone so that the poor of your people may eat it, and what they leave any animal in the field may eat. You must do likewise with your vineyard and your olive grove. For six days you are to do your work, but on the seventh day you must cease, in order that your ox and your donkey may rest, and that your female servant's son and the resident's foreigner may refresh themselves. Pay attention to everything I have told you, and do not even mention the names of other gods. Do not let them be heard on your lips. Three times in the year you must go and make a pilgrim feast to me. You are to observe the Feast of Unleavened Bread. Seven days you must eat bread made without yeast, as I command you, at the appointed time in the month of Abib. For at that time you came out of Egypt. No one may appear before me empty-handed. You are also to observe the Feast of Harvest, the first fruits of your labors that you have sown in the field, the feast of ingathering at the end of the year when you have gathered in your harvest out of the field. At three times in the year, all your males will appear before the sovereign Lord. You must not offer the blood of my sacrifice with bread containing yeast. The fat of my festal sacrifice must not remain until morning. The first of your first fruits of your soil must be brought to the house of the Lord your God. You must not cook a young goat in its mother's milk. I am going to send an angel before you to protect you as you journey and to bring you into the place that I have prepared, 
Take heed because of him, and obey his voice. Do not rebel against him, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. But if you diligently obey him and do all that I command, then I will be an enemy to your enemies, and I will be an adversary to your adversaries. For my angel will go before you and bring you to the Amorites, the Hittites, the Parasites, the Canaanites, the Hivites, and the Jebusites, and I will destroy them completely. You must not bow down to their gods. You must not serve them or do according to their practices. Instead, you must completely overthrow them and smash their standing stones to pieces. You must serve the Lord your God, and he will bless your bread and your water, and I will remove sickness from your midst. No woman will miscarry her young or be barren in your land. I will fulfill the number of your days. I will send my terror before you, and I will alarm all the people whom you encounter. I will make all your enemies turn their backs to you. I will send hornets before you that will drive out the Hivite, the Canaanite, and the Hittite before you. I will not drive them out before you in one year, lest the land become desolate and wild animals multiply against you. Little by little I will drive them out before you until you become fruitful and inherit the land. I will set your boundaries from the Red Sea to the Sea of the Philistines, from the desert to the river, for I will deliver the inhabitants of the land into your hand, and you will drive them out before you. You must make no covenant with them or with their gods. They must not live in your land, lest they make you sin against me, for if you serve their gods, it will surely be a snare to you. But to Moses the Lord said, Come up to the Lord, you and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and seventy of the elders of Israel, and worship from a distance. Moses alone may come near the Lord, but the others must not come near, nor may the people go up with them. Moses came and told the people all the words of the Lord and all the decisions. All the people answered together, We are willing to do all the words that the Lord has said. And Moses wrote down all the words of the Lord. Early in the morning, he built an altar at the foot of the mountain and arranged 12 standing stones according to the 12 tribes of Israel. He sent young men, Israelite men, and they offered burnt offerings and sacrificed young bulls for peace offerings to the Lord. Moses took half of the blood and put it in bowls, and half of the blood he splashed on the altar. He took the book of the covenant and read it aloud to the people, and they said, We are willing to do and obey all that the Lord has spoken. So Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with all these words. Moses and Aaron, Nadab and Abihu, and the seventy elders of Israel went up, and they saw the God of Israel. Under his feet there was something like a pavement made of sapphire, clear like the sky itself. But he did not lay a hand on the leaders of the Israelites, so they saw God, and they ate, and they drank. The Lord said to Moses, Come up to me on the mountain and remain there, and I will give you the stone tablets with the law and the commandments that I have written, so that you may teach them. So Moses set out with Joshua his attendant, and Moses went up the mountain of God. He told the elders, Wait for us in this place until we return to you. Here are Aaron and Hur with you. Whoever has any matters of dispute can approach them. Moses went up the mountain, and the cloud covered the mountain. The glory of the Lord resided on Mount Sinai, and the cloud covered it for six days. On the seventh day, he called Moses from within the cloud. Now the appearance of the glory of the Lord was like a devouring fire on the top of the mountain in plain view of the people. 
Moses went into the cloud when he went up on the mountain, and Moses was on the mountain 40 days and 40 nights. And now we'll be reading from Psalm 109, which is a psalm that has the psalmist crying out, David, for justice, that God would do justice. Psalm 109. For the music director, a psalm of David. O God, whom I praise, do not ignore me. For they say cruel and deceptive things to me. They lie to me. They surround me and say hateful things. They attack me for no reason. They repay my love with accusations, but I continue to pray. They repay me evil for good and hate for love. Appoint an evil man to testify against him. May an accuser stand at his right side. When he is judged, he will be found guilty. Then his prayer will be regarded as sinful. May his days be few. May another take his job. May his children be fatherless and his widow, his wife a widow. May his children roam around begging and asking for handouts as they leave their ruined home. May the creditor seize all he owns. May strangers loot his property. May no one show him kindness. May no one have compassion on his fatherless children. May his descendants be cut off. May the memory of them be wiped out by the time the next generation arrives. May his ancestors' sins be remembered by the Lord. May his mother's sin be not forgotten. May the Lord be constantly aware of them and cut off the memory of his children from the earth. For he never bothered to show kindness. He harassed the oppressed and needy and killed the disheartened. He loved to curse others, so those curses have come on him. He had no desire to bless anyone, so he has experienced no blessings. He made cursing a way of life, so curses pour into his stomach like water and seeped into his bones like oil. May a curse attach itself to him like a garment one puts on or a belt one wears continually. May the Lord repay my accusers in this way, those who say evil things about me. O Sovereign Lord, Intervene on my behalf for the sake of your reputation, because your loyal love is good. Deliver me, for I am oppressed and needy, and my heart beats violently within me. I am fading away like a shadow at the end of the day. I am shaken off like a locust. I am so starved my knees shake. I have turned into skin and bones. I am disdained by them. When they see me, they shake their heads. Help me, O Lord my God, because you are faithful to me. Deliver me. Then they will realize this is your work and that you, Lord, have accomplished it. They curse, but you will bless. When they attack, they will be humiliated, but your servant will rejoice. My accusers will be covered with shame and draped in humiliation as if it were a robe. I will thank the Lord profusely. In the middle of a crowd, I will praise him because he stands at the right hand of the needy to deliver them from those who threaten his life. And we will conclude today with Ephesians chapter 6, which begins with a number of instructions again about family and work, and then concludes with looking to God for the power that's necessary to do what is right. Children, obey your parents in the Lord, for this is right. Honor your father and mother, which is the first commandment accompanied by a promise, namely, that it will go well with you and that you will live a long time on the earth. Fathers, do not provoke your children to anger, but raise them up in the discipline and instruction of the Lord. Servants, obey your human masters with fear and trembling in the sincerity of your heart as to Christ, not like those who do their work only when someone is watching as people pleasers, 
but as slaves of Christ doing the will of God from the heart. Obey with enthusiasm as though serving the Lord and not people, because you know that each person, whether slave or free, if he does something good, this will be rewarded by the Lord. Masters, treat your slaves the same way, giving up the use of threats, because you know that both you and they have the same master in heaven, and there is no favoritism with God. Finally, be strengthened in the Lord and in the strength of his power. Clothe yourselves with the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand against the schemes of the devil. For our struggle is not against flesh and blood, but against the rulers, against the powers, against the world's rulers and of darkness, against the spiritual forces of evil in the heavens. For this reason, take up the full armor of God so that you may be able to stand your ground on the evil day and having done everything to stand. Stand firm, therefore, by fastening the belt of truth around your waist, by putting on the breastplate of righteousness, by fitting your feet with the preparation that comes from the good news of peace, and in all of this, by taking up the shield of faith with which you can extinguish all the flaming arrows of the evil one, and take the helmet of salvation and the sword of the Spirit, which is the word of God. With every prayer and petition, pray at all times in the Spirit, and to this end, be alert with all perseverance and petitions for all the saints. Pray for me also that I may be given the right words when I begin to speak, that I may confidently make known the mystery of the gospel for which I am an ambassador in chains. Pray that I may be able to speak boldly as I ought to speak. Tychicus, my dear brother and faithful servant in the Lord, will make everything known to you so that you too may know about my circumstances how I am doing. I have sent him to you for this very purpose, that you may know our circumstances and that he may encourage your hearts. Peace to the brothers and sisters and love with faith from God the Father and our Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be with all those who love our Lord Jesus Christ with an undying love. And so we end today with that beautiful blessing that Paul prays over the people of Ephesus and all those who read it since, that we are reminded of God's grace the God who is loving and gracious, kind, but also the God of justice who says, in light of my love, do what is right. Thanks for listening to the Bible in 260 podcast. May what you have heard speak to your heart and mind today. The scriptures quoted are from the Net Bible, http netbible.com, copyright 1996-2019, used with permission from Biblical Studies Press, LLC, all rights reserved. Our theme song for the podcast is The Call by Emily Ruth. You can find The Call and other music by Emily Ruth on Apple Music or Spotify or wherever you find your music.